1: Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhals.
2: It's all about technology these days and what more do kids want than an iPad? Money. So combine the two and have your child start learning and managing their money with these apps. Keep the change, kids. This is a fun app that will help children review coin identification and count change. Money Math Counting Coins. This mystery money app sends kids on a mission to keep their coins safe while teaching them how to count, add, and subtract coins. Motion Math. Pizza. This app provides challenging math problems in a real-world setting and plays more like a game than an educational app. It's fun, challenging, and great for the entire family. And Allowance and Chores Bots, this app allows families to easily track chores, allowances, and kids' savings. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhals. Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
1: Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag. You know how you do it. You know what I'm
3: saying?
0: Keeping it all
1: the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
0: Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I have no idea. <laughs> I thought I didn't that. know you were but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
1: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now, 267-22 Jiggy.
0: Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You
1: want to be that uh, David Bowie song?
0: Jiggy Blake guitar. Jeff, it's a great day, and thanks so much for being on the show. Presenting, I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few
4: of my tricks up there. Thank you very
1: much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
3: Welcome to the next edition of the world famous Jiggy Jaguar video program. Coast to Coast, Department to Honor on TuneIn iTunes. Already a loyalty Stitcher, and of course, the brand new Chickie Checkwire app available in the App Store. ChickieCheckwire.us. If you want to find it, get a hold of us over there on our lovely app. You can do everything inside of our app social media, listen to our podcasts, watch our live video stream. You can do everything inside of our fantastic app. Today we've got some great, great entertainment for you. And uh, the other day we didn't get a chance to do our musical showcase uh, all the way through. So we are going <laughs> to do that musical showcase today. And uh, lots lots of cool stuff coming up here in our broadcast today. We're going to be chatting with a great guest at uh, in in the middle of our program here, we've also got the great Donna Carabas joining us today as well. She will be with us, and uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, fun, fun until Daddy took the tea girl away. That's pretty much what it is here. Um, here you go, musical showcase. <laughs> Welcome back to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast coast and border-to-border. Border. tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app. Available in the App Store or go to JiggyJaguar.us. You can download our podcast. You can listen to us live. All sorts of things available on our app. Let's tell you about a fantastic musical artist today here in to a broadcast. Throw the pennies at the clown, and I survived a fantastic, fantastic couple of tracks we're going to play today. From soundcloud.com slash Tobias Blue. Uh, that's right, Tobias Blue with us today. He's released four albums. They're all on Spotify. The genres are mainly electronic and indie, but check out Tobias Blue Musician. Of course, that is available on Facebook. Facebook.com slash T O B I A S B L U E M U S I C I A N. Oh, that's right. Tobias Blue. Right now, great tracks here on our music showcase.
2: This is ASC Automotive Professional, Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. So how deep should that tire tread be? Your vehicle has a specific size and speed rating, but what it doesn't tell you for now is when you are due to replace those sneakers. Did you know that the manufacturer has two indicators to help you? There are wear bars perpendicular to the tire tread. The bars are set approximately 230 seconds above the casing. The second is age. Your tire's birthday is stamped on the sidewall the week and year the tire was produced. Both indicators, together or independently, need to be taken into consideration when it's time for tire replacement. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer.
3: Lord, it is world famous G-Jaguar radio program. Coast to coast to border to border on Red Nation Radio, KFRK in Denver, and 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. I heart radio as well. I was looking on the internets. Good old internets. And, uh, Lots of interesting things happened over the weekend. we were at the Comic-Con. I just, I, I really don't know what to make sometimes of some of the different things that go on in the world. I just don't. Who knows? We are going to try to make a connection here with our next guest. Try to get them on early. We're gonna see if they are there. Hello, how are you? Good, afternoon. good afternoon. It's James. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. <laughs> Pretty good. actually. Welcome to our uh, fine, fine radio broadcast today. I uh was well, speaking with Erwin Zucker earlier today, and wow, he can't say enough good things about you, my friend.
4: Well, I, I appreciate that, and, and uh, I know my mother would be proud, and, and I hope I can live up to what she
3: says about me. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, we we, we like to let our, our guests do their own introduction just in case I missed something. So I'm going to go ahead and let you do your own introduction here, and then we'll get into the topic here. Okay. Go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself.
4: All right. Uh, Frank Cousineau uh, here, president of the Cancer Control Society. Again, the Cancer Control Society, a nonprofit organization for the last 40-plus years, uh, promoting alternative therapies for cancer and other degenerative diseases. Uh, My original background was uh, history, English, uh, economics, and almost had a teaching credential when my mother came down with cancer in 1973. Wow. And after taking her to one of the cancer clinics in Tijuana, uh, in the, what it did for her, ultimately it gave her almost six months of life with relative comfort, completely changed, the uh, orientation of my life, got involved in alternative therapies, uh, back in 1974. And, uh, Involvement with Cancer Control Society, Cancer Victors and Friends, and then for the last 20-plus years also with uh, Cancer Control Society Japan.
3: We've got a fabulous guest with us today. Frank Cousineau is joining us. He's a world traveler, president of the Cancer Control Society, the organization which is putting on their 44th annual cancer convention this labor day weekend at the sheraton universal universal city california and of course september 3rd 4th and 5th he's got about 40 speakers coming to this thing it is going to be absolutely amazing now uh you you were detailing there in your introduction about what what changed you and what what brought you around was uh what was witnessing some of this cancer treatment tell me a little bit about that and and what it did for you
4: All right. Well, my mother had cancer in 56, 58, 66. Uh, I think that the incomplete uh, treatment in 66 uh, led to what was described in 73 as a recurrence. Um, And when conventional therapy failed her in 1973, uh, and she just wanted to die, we learned about Dr. Ernesto Contreras in Tijuana. We spent two different uh, three-week sessions there uh, that summer. And as I say, gave her almost four, almost six months, not quite six months, of relative comfort. And while I was there, I met, uh, uh, met my then-future wife um, after we were married in 1974 between people, obviously, that she knew through her work at uh, what's now Oasis of Hope Hospital in Tijuana, and people that I knew from different avenues here in the United States uh, directed me to the Cancer Control Society, and that led obviously to other opportunities uh, to help people do the research, look into things not only uh, the the history and the politics, which for me has always been fascinating, but the practical applications of real solutions for real patients um, in, in real time. And that's kind of a, uh, a sub-theme that pervades the Cancer Control Society is not some uh, esoteric uh, treatment that may be available in some undeterminate time in the future, but real solutions for real cancer patients uh, right now. And, of course, that's the uh, overwhelming uh theory behind the the
3: the reason behind the annual cancer control society convention we've got a fabulous fabulous guest with us today he joins us live here in our broadcast frank cousineau he is the president of the cancer control society the organization is putting on its 44th annual cancer convention this labor day weekend at the sheraton universal in universal city california september 3rd 4th and 5th 40 speakers are going to be involved kind of clue us in on what's happening the world of cancer nowadays
4: several things that are very interesting Um, first of all we just finished the 22nd convention in Japan uh, about 10 days ago uh, and the speakers there, primarily Japanese, talking about prevention, talking about practical applications are the same, uh, same theories, the same treatments, same protocols that we've been highlighting at uh, Cancer Control Society here in the U.S. and at even a number of professional meetings that that, uh, that I attend throughout the year, they we're talking about things that, uh, first of all, detoxification, uh, but we're also talking about uh, things like vitamin C, uh, alpha-lipoic acid, uh, photonic medicine, ultraviolet, blood irradiation, uh, uh oxidative medicine, oxygen, hyperbaric oxygen, uh, ozone, and uh, the, there's a, a number of related therapies that, that go with those. And then the and again, laetrile or amygdalin, vitamin B17, is still a, a, a significant component of treatment at the clinics in Mexico. Uh, there's several here in the US and also in, in Japan that are using uh, vitamin B17 along with other protocols um, I think that the the overriding issue is that there's no single therapy uh, but a, the combination of them um, in some cases all natural in other cases uh, a, a blend of conventional agents along with the best in, in the natural what we like to call Integrative uh, therapy, again, I think that's taking a, a tremendous leap forward. Insulin potentiation therapy, fractionated uh, chemotherapy that is uh, certainly augmented with uh, the, some of the natural therapies that, that I've already mentioned.
3: We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast-to-coast Coast and Boulder-to-Boulder, Boulder, on TuneIn, iTunes, and Real Loyalty. Frank Kuzino is our guest, 20 minutes after the hour. He's the president of the Cancer Control Society. Now, um, you just got back last week from Japan, where cancer is on the rise, just like in most countries. Um, what is happening over there? There's,
4: uh, there, there's actually parallels to the U.S both on the conventional side where you have the official establishment medicine there, surgery, radiation, chemotherapy. Then you have the alternative areas uh, that are utilizing uh, uh, nutritional therapies, detoxification, high vitamin C, and the, the natural elements. And another one that I think is really a, a very important component in Japan is hyperthermia. In other words, using heat. Heat up the patient to the core to do two things. In some cases, destroy tumors. In other cases, make the tumors weak so that a combination of uh, fractionated integrative therapy can be effective and enhance the, uh, the natural non-toxic elements. And uh, very, very encouraging to see the large turnout there And the number of physicians, uh, some of whom are university uh, medical school professors that are talking, training, teaching uh, medical students uh, about these protocols.
3: We've got a fabulous, fabulous guest with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. Frank Cusano, president of the Cancer Control Society. He's with us today. He's been a guest with us a few years back. He's uh, talking about his Super Cancer Convention, which is sponsored annually by the Cancer Control Society. And uh, he's with us today here on our broadcast. Now, you're involved with a lot of cancer projects. What can we all do? And what what are the chances of of beating some of these uh, various types of cancers?
4: The... Again, I have both my opinion, which is uh, the chances are are very good, uh, and and we also have we'll have a couple of presentations uh, at uh, the the convention this year of physicians that have done statistical research. Uh, one of which, and he has the the most statistics, uh, would be Francisco Contreras at uh, the Oasis of Hope Hospital in Tijuana. Uh, that has a staff that uh, puts together the statistics, and that they even, I think online, you can look at, for various cancer types, uh, the statistical results over the last probably at least four years, um, and then it's going forward. uh, Breast cancer, particularly virgin case breast cancers, it has done extremely well. Uh, colon cancer, it's ahead of what the published averages of official oncology here in the U.S. Uh, lung cancer, it's ahead of what's officially available here in the U.S. And then we have uh, Dr. Jim Forsyth from the Century Wellness Center in Reno, Nevada, that uh, has been working on uh, clinical trials, uh, tightly controlled, utilizing poly both by itself and poly MVA integrated with uh, fractional chemotherapy, uh, overall results uh, five-year survival is uh, is a, in that 32% area. Where compared with U.S. statistics utilizing the same parameters, uh, the results are somewhere between seven and a half and 15%. Um, and again, you look at individual cancer types, and and, and of course the the numbers will, will change, but I think it reflects an overall um, advancement, an overall improvement in what the alternative and integrative side has to has to offer. Um, and again, you know we're we're always excited about the the advances in treatments. Uh, one of the highlights of our convention every year is Uh, recovered patient testimonials uh, where cancer patients get up and in a couple of minutes tell their stories uh, and again some of them have been coming for over 10 years and they're still here uh, still giving us the the benefit of of what what they did Uh, I think we're also privileged again this year to have uh, the actress Mary Lou Henner and her husband Michael Brown and their uh, successful uh, treatment using a, an integrative approach for for her husband Michael Brown overcoming his prostate cancer uh, very doing very very well he's cancer free so uh, and this is probably five years six years after it was first diagnosed so you can't you can't ask for more than that um, I also like to point out that we have the the best of the Mexican clinics represented, and I think we have the best of the American clinics represented. We don't get all of them because we don't we don't have time. Uh, but many of your listeners will probably uh, recognize the name of Dr. Nicholas Gonzalez from New York, uh, who suffered an untimely death uh, some months ago. Um, but we'll have Linda Isaacs, uh, Dr. Linda Isaacs, his medical i mean she took over continuing his work so she will be appearing on the on the platform this year and we're very excited about that
3: We've got a fabulous guest with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. Our uh, fantastic, fantastic guest joins us. The president of the Cancer Control Society, Frank Cousineau, the world traveler. Now, um, Frank, there's a lot of debate in the United States on cannabis and marijuana and using that to do different things with cancer. Where, where do you come down on that end of things?
4: Uh, the, we, were, uh, we were late actually uh, getting into it because of the well somewhat the controversy but the 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 perception that it was mainly uh, old 1960 uh, 60s uh, hippies that just want to get high and as we got deeper and deeper into it uh, there's there's two aspects of this uh, both of which I think have merit Uh, One, first of all, is that there's a whole field of cannabis research in what are known as CDBs or cannabidiols that come from a product, a species of hemp that's called industrial hemp. This is a totally different plant and a subspecies of the one that is most well-known in the U.S., most popular, of course, that's the cannabis, sativa, the thing that uh, some people smoke legally and some illegally, um, but the, the cannabidiols have little or no psychoactivity, but they have tremendous scientific research showing effectiveness and, and of course, wide margin of safety, and they don't have the, the negative consequences that the, the psychoactive or the hallucinogenic effects will have on, on, on people. Uh, the other aspect is the, the psychoactive portion, the, the, those cannabis products that have uh, THC, and the, the THC is what gives people uh, the, the euphoria, the uh, hallucinogenic effect, uh, but what the research shows is that in, in many cases, a, a particular balance, it can't be too low or it's ineffective, it can't be too high, or it's ineffective, plus the, the negative consequences, uh, but has very beneficial effects on a wide variety of disease, not just cancer, uh, but obviously seizure, neurological, uh, neuromuscular uh, conditions. Uh, so we have uh, we were hoping to get uh, uh, a speaker this year uh, written books about it, uh, done a lot of the, the research, and it, uh, a few months ago, uh, he up and died on us, um, and always not only unfortunate for, for him and his family, but it's a very uh, loss for us, because yes. of his knowledge, credentials, and, and background. Uh, but of course, we believe in, in freedom of choice, uh, and with speakers that we've had in the past, uh, that are focusing primarily on the, the cannabidiols, CDBs, uh, because they're legally available any and everywhere. Uh, they come in a, a variety of forms and they can be used. There's a wide margin of safety because you can start low, you can increase it, um, and you can see uh, visible results uh, without having the, uh, the, the euphoria that many cancer patients. Have difficulty tolerating. Yes. And then, in, but in in those cases where a particular patient needs the uh, the, the psychoactive form, again with dose control, uh, you can find that balance that will provide the benefit without the the negative consequences. So we we're always looking to present uh, the information so people can make. Uh, an informed uh, choice, an informed decision. Um, we're, we may have an exhibit uh, this year uh, related to that. We're, we've been talking to them, so we're hoping that, uh, that we can get that. Um, but in, in any event, we're uh, looking at, obviously continuing to look at, at the research and encouraging uh, more in in that that way, and and the the practical application, again, which is one of the reasons I personally really like the the cannabidiols, is that anybody anywhere in the U.S. can take that, can purchase it um, legally online, and then there's a number of physicians that are are utilizing it for cancer and, and other conditions
3: we've got a fabulous fabulous guest with us today here in our broadcast. He joins us live thirty two minutes after the hour um, a A lot of folks uh nowadays when they talk about cancer uh it used to be uh i would say early nineties um, you know something something of that of that nature uh It used to be commonly said that if you get cancer, you better just start digging your grave right now um how has that over the years become a thing of the past because there are a lot of people that are beating cancer with a various a variety of uh of, of of medications and uh chemotherapy and as we mentioned earlier cannabis and some of these other these other treatments um when when did it become more of a it's not a death sentence if you are told you have cancer
4: well to a certain extent when i got back got involved in the, the, the mid-70s, uh, most of the patients that, that we talked to uh, were stage four where conventional oncology had failed. I mean, they'd had surgery, they'd had chemotherapy and or, or radiation, um, and even at that point, a significant number uh, utilized one or more alternative therapies and survived anywhere from five to, to 40 years. Uh, one of those uh, patients uh, now in the San Diego area, a very good friend of mine, 40-year survivor of an embryonal cancer, and he'd had everything there was, and uh, he was a death door, went to one of the Mexican clinics. Forty years later, uh, he's, he's still alive and, and doing uh, very well. We saw a number of those, um, and about, I'm going to say, 15, 10 to 15 years ago, the shift from uh, cancer patients that were stage four that had exhausted in uh, conventional therapies, chemo- uh, radiation, surgery, chemotherapy had failed them. We started to see uh, those virgin cases, the cases that were diagnosed anywhere from uh, stage one all the way, and many of them already diagnosed stage four, coming to alternative and integrative Cancer therapies as a front line, and of course we're seeing we've seen significant success there. And again, that's not to disparage any cancer survivor from any kind of therapy. And we know that uh, uh, there are many cancer patients still alive today that utilized only uh, conventional protocols. And uh, we're uh, we're very happy for them. Um, and what I would like people to know is, and I'm talking to them all the time about we're not we don't consider conventional uh, oncology as the enemy. Uh, we would like to bridge that gap. We would like to cooperate with conventional oncology to improve the outcome. And uh, I think this is where the, the integrative uh, therapies come in. Is if if a patient wants the best of both, there are physicians. If a conventional oncologist doesn't want to get involved, we have physicians that will help that patient through uh, coping with uh, the conventional therapy uh, with two different two, two different physicians, and um, most. All of the physicians that I know on the integrative side will cooperate with any physician on any side of the border uh, in any particular uh, discipline and be very happy to help the patient through uh, if it's nothing else but coping with the negative consequences of the conventional therapy. So, um, and that's what we try to present at the at, at our annual conventions uh, and again with as you mentioned about 40 live speakers uh, we have uh, just over 80 exhibits and the exhibits are the cancer clinics uh, both sides of the border uh, their their products, their services um, that uh, and, and generally nutritional supplements that are good for everyday usage so we have uh... You know, uh, it's a, a broad, a broad base of uh, therapeutic protocols and and prevention things that people can take uh, to prevent the disease in the first place. And I see this as the future: is the growing uh, development of prevention programs. Um, I, when I was in in Japan, uh, uh, week four last discussing the advances that the Japanese have made in prevention programs and the uh, they have uh, one that's called healthy food uh, they have another one that is healthy patients uh, where they're actually teaching uh, people how to select food how to prepare food and how to stay how to stay healthy and I see that as uh, and a budding development here in the u s but certainly the wave of the future
3: we've got a great guest with us today he joins us live thirty seven minutes after the hour uh the fantastic fantastic guest joins us today frank um what, what what are what are some other i guess a a lot of people back in the day and and still to this day um cancer is a big business for physicians and for you know folks in the uh, folks in the pharmaceutical world, um, and it used to be chemotherapy that was what people prescribed and nowadays there 's alternative ways um, What are some of these alternative ways if someone were to get cancer and they don 't want to go the conventional route they don 't want to do chemotherapy what, 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 what are what are some alternatives that they can seek out well
4: among the 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 offerings Safe for the Mexican clinics. Uh, there, there are things. Uh, laotril is still an important component. Uh, your female-related uh, cancers. Uh, there's the the mistletoe from from Germany, and it's a special uh, uh, species of, of mistletoe, very effective in the particularly the female uh, gender-related uh, cancers. Uh, There is vitamin C, which is becoming much more popular even here in the US. There is hyperthermia uh, from mild to uh, heavy uh, that's being used in conjunction with uh, most of the uh, Tijuana clinics. Again, very popular in Japan. And of course, in in Europe, almost every integrative facility uses hyperthermia, uh, uh, one kind or another. Uh, We're seeing uh, certainly developments with various types of uh, photonic or light therapy, everything from ultraviolet light where uh, uh, blood is passed through a tube exposed to the ultraviolet light, which kills mold, spores, pathogens, uh, things that we really don't want in the blood, uh, uh, ozone, uh, hyperbaric oxygen that uh, patients can all get in in one uh, facility. Uh, we're looking at uh, something called sono photodynamic therapy, uh, where uh, patients are given a compound that makes them uh, the cancer cells more susceptible to uh, different light frequencies. Uh, and then the uh, sono part of that is uh, tumors are are sensitized to, to sound, and then ultrasound, again, helps to destroy the tumors from inside out. Uh, we're seeing um, antiviral uh, therapies. Uh, one of the uh, newest ones to come to this part of the, the world is called RigVir. It comes from Latvia, and it's, it's actually a mainstream uh, protocol in, in much of Europe. So uh, again, and it uh, it strikes at the viral components of some cancers uh, that can be, again, a very, very valuable uh, a tool. The other thing that we see in, particularly at the, the Mexican clinics, where patients stay in a self-contained facility is the fact that the meals are provided, the meals are controlled, uh, the most all of them purchase to the greatest extent possible all organic uh, produce uh, and then they uh, there are some that are strictly vegetarian and then there's some that will use some animal protein uh, chicken fish integrated with the uh, obviously with fruit and vegetables. Um, offered in a controlled environment. So the patient really doesn't have to, to go anywhere. Uh, again, I think another added benefit, of, and this applies to most all of the, uh, the Mexican facilities, once a patient is uh, scheduled to, to go to a facility, all he has to do is to get to San Diego. The clinic comes over, picks him or her up with a companion, Uh, takes them to wherever they need to go, clinic, uh, facility, or the housing close to it. Uh, And at the end of the treatment program, takes the patient back to the most most people fly in. A few of them will take the train. But however they get there, the clinic will pick them up, take them for treatment, and bring them back at the end of the uh, treatment period. And uh, those things are, you know, it's it's all all covered by whatever the, the cost uh, for the for that particular patient. Uh, we also have on our list of uh, service providers uh, three three different people right now that will help American cancer patients apply to their insurance programs uh, for for coverage, and these are people that are trained in reading the patient chart. Uh, coding the things that are acceptable to that person's individual insurance program, submitting the claim, and getting at least some uh, reimbursement. uh, Because since it's, again, outside the US, uh, the patients do put the money up front. And then, as I say, there are services now that will help people uh, file claims to at least get partial reimbursement.
3: We've got a great guest with us today. We're going to let you go, my friend, uh, for now. I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us.
4: Uh, Always happy to do it. I want to invite all of your people, and we do get people from all over the world, and um, anytime you can come, please let me know, and uh, we'll have the pass uh, waiting for you.
3: Well, thank you. I, I definitely look forward to uh, to coming out there at some point, my friend. I know we've been talking about it the last couple of years, but I uh, I do plan on coming out there. Frank, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, my friend. Thanks for doing what you're doing for the friends and the folks that uh, are involved in cancer.
4: Thank you so much for your work
3: and for KJ. Definitely. Thank you much, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful day. Donna Carol Boss coming up here on our big broadcast. <laughs>
1: This is the Creation Moments Minute, and today we turn the spotlight on the deadly poison arrow frog of South America. Some frogs are regular little drug factories. Their skins produce a wide range of powerful alkaloids, which are a large family of chemicals usually produced by plants. Different alkaloids have different effects, usually on the nervous system. For instance, a frog native to Ecuador produces an anesthetic more powerful than morphine. But the poison arrow frog is the most famous alkaloid-producing frog. South American natives simply rub their arrows or darts on the frog's back. One species of this frog contains enough poison to kill 100 people. What puzzles evolutionary scientists is that the frog's exotic skin chemistries don't follow the patterns they anticipated based upon expected evolutionary relationships, meaning these frogs provide even more evidence against evolution. For CreationMomentsMinute.com, I'm Darren Marlar.
3: It is the world-famous where Jaguar radio program. Coast-to-coast coast and border-to-border border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, Stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, and uh, lots of interesting things going on in the world around us. And uh, it is always an interesting time. And some of the different things that go on during the election season, I just I just don't understand sometimes. But part of that is the reason why we have Donna Carol Voss with us today, because Donna makes the complex understandable. The website, DonnaCarolVoss.com. Hail to the cheap, 10 questions to ask every Oval Office candidate. And she's with us today here on the Telephone. Choking on the lies. And uh Donna, <laughs> what do you have for us today, my friend?
0: Okay, so this is what I'm thinking about. Did you see the report yesterday that since police have been wearing the body cameras, shootings have gone up, fatal shootings have gone up 3.4%. You know why? Because the f- police feel justified since there's proof that deadly force is required. <laughs> I mean, come on. So I, I can't I gotta figure out how to blog about that, how to write about that. It's something to do with, you know... Oh, I was making these notes, let's see. Okay, so if truth mattered, right, uh, then we wouldn't have our soldiers changing outfits four times in Benghazi so they don't upset the Libyans. Uh, if truth mattered, we would call it a, a terrorism and not workplace violence. And if, <laughs> if, if truth mattered, we wouldn't... Be going around, or not us, but President Obama and his people wouldn't be going around saying that ISIS is contained, or that you know we've got him on the run.
3: Yes. Yes, it is Donna Carol Voss. who joins us today here on our broadcast coast to coast and boulder to boulder on KFRK out of Denver, Colorado. And uh, there seems to be this old joke about the three greatest lies in history. The version for mixed company, as told by President Reagan, goes like this. The check is in the mail. I'll respect you in the morning. I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. <laughs> But uh the joke is on us Donna. The American people seem to be choking on some of these political lies, each one more ludicrous than the last. Uh first of all, this whole thing with the State Department, and the White House, they say that 400 million to Iran was not ransom. Oh.
0: I think mean, we talked about this last week, right? Right? I mean, yes. What, it, let's say it's not. Then what are you what kind of idiots are you that you do it on the same day so that it looks like it is?
3: Yes. <laughs> That's the thing We've got Donna Carol Voss with us today Now, uh, another lie that has, uh, that has been told fairly recently Is this uh, Hillary Clinton says that James Comey said uh, My statements were truthful
0: How does she get away with that? Except that, <laughs> except that You know what? People who don't You know, digest news Who just kind of hear it in passing Read it on Yahoo's homepage Get it off the Daily Show. They believe it that she says, Oh, I told the truth and they have no no interest or depth of understanding and so they just go, Oh yeah, see she told the truth But how does she get away with it? It's like she could say, I'm the purple people eater and people would go, Awesome, let's get her some lavender booties <laughs>
3: Donna Carol Voss with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone. And uh, "Hail to the Chief" is her brand new book. And uh, another lie that has been told fairly recently: uh, Michelle Obama says this is the greatest country on earth.
0: Oh. Really? Okay, so was she lying when she said this is the first time in her life she'd ever been proud of the country? Or was she lying this time when she said it's the greatest country on earth? Or is she just kind of schizophrenic or Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde? If we could bottle whatever took her from, this is the first time I've ever been proud of my country, to this is the greatest country on earth, we could knock out the national debt.
3: Yes. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Donna Carol Voss with is today. She joins us live here on the telephone each and every week around this time to discuss some of the different issues of the day. And a hail to the chief is now available. It is a fantastic fantastic read. And um the, continuing on with some of these lies. What, what 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 are some of the whoppers you've heard lately uh come out of the press and everything? Well, I'm I've been,
0: I've been... Mulling this over, okay. So, is Donald Trump really doing as badly as people or the press says he is? Because yeah. you know, you know how people are very susceptible to groupthink. Even I am. So, oh yeah. So I, I feel less enthusiastic, even though I was at the Republican convention and I came out of there feeling, oh, you know, great. way what are this is going to be great? It's going to work. Okay. And now I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. And so I wonder if any of it's true if they're just manipulating and I know they do manipulate but just I don't I don't trust any of them anymore. I just I really don't. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's true? Do you think he's really
3: I don't I don't I don't think he's doing as as bad as they say he is. Cuz uh, this guy's not leaving. He got to happen. He's not leaving. I know a lot of people want him to go. But it ain't gonna happen.
0: <laughs> well, Sean Hannity started to call people out by name, which I think is so, oh, it's awkward and uncomfortable and interesting. So he's now targeting Jonah Jonah uh, Goldberg. Uh, yes. If, if you if Trump loses, then you're to blame because you've been a saboteur all along. And I'm thinking, wow, that is some really really uh, dicey hostility on both sides because. How do you recover from that? I mean, it's one thing if you're in a political campaign and you're, you know, Ted Cruz and Donald Trump and whoever, and then afterwards. Side. But for these folks, I mean, where do, where do you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.